better tell him, Tina. Tell him, Tina. Tell him, Tina. Better tell him, Tina. Tina, you better tell him. Tell him, Tina. Mm. You better tell him, Tina. Tell him, Tina. Girl, you better tell him, Tina. Hey, y'all. Welcome to Tell Him, Tina podcast. Hey, y'all. Welcome to Tell Tina Podcast. How y'all doing? Have y'all been still in your healing season? It's my healing season. Y'all know I loved singing that, okay? Loved singing that. I hope y'all have been doing good. These conversations have been going good with your parents. Y'all growing, learning each other, enjoying. Y'all know how you get that feeling when you in a new little situation, a little relationship, or meet somebody fun and new. I hope y'all got that feeling. Like, it's fun. Like, this is good. I'm enjoying learning my mama. My mama enjoying learning me. Like, this is good, y'all. I'm excited for y'all. And everybody is still in my prayers because I know this is hard being in the healing season. But this week's episode is different and it's a little light and it's some of my random thoughts. Um, some things that just be coming to me, child. I don't be asking for this stuff to come to me, but it comes to me. And I need to go ahead and get these thoughts off my mind. Okay, so here's my first thoughts. Why do people take their dogs everywhere, y'all? Like, we at a restaurant, we trying to enjoy, maybe have a few cocktails with our friends on the patio, and you got your dog. And it's, it, and the ones that kill me is the dogs that's not trained, they barking and can't be still. If the dog ain't laying down, I'm nervous, okay? Have y'all ever thought that everybody don't love dogs the way that you love dogs? You and your dog need to go somewhere where it's dogs, where the restaurants say dogs, food, drinks, and fun. Don't be bringing them to our patios this summer. And it's too hot. It's too hot for them dogs to be out there like that. It's, it's too much on them. Leave your dog at home when you go in to eat somewhere. Please and thank you, because sometimes it be in tight spaces, and I'm not talking about the service animals and stuff like that. I'm talking about your personal dog. Sometimes I see the dogs in the grocery store. Why y'all got the dog in the... Why y'all bringing these dogs around other people's food? That's what I'm trying to understand, and sometimes we scared. Okay? If you got a big old dog, you know we scared. Tell about it ain't gonna bite. And the people who, when you come to their house, they don't say, hey, I got a dog. Do you want me to put my dog up? Like, how do you feel? You comfortable? Yada, yada, yada. They just let the dog come and do what it do, jumping on you. Please put Jumping Jerry down. Get Jumping Jerry to stay on all fours. He don't need to be putting his feet on nobody. Jumping Jerry need to be in the other room. Or, because if Jerry can't just lay down and not be jumping around on people, Jumping Jerry needs to be put up until he learn how to act. My next random thought was... Why are people so mean and rude these days? Like, you say good morning, they don't say good morning back. And, like, 
You try to hold a little conversation, they just act too busy, or they just so mean and catty. Like people get mad at workers that they just the face of the business. They ain't them people don't make the rules sometimes. Them people ain't the ones you should be taking it out on. Because what does that do when you take it out on somebody? They don't do nothing. You won't even feel good afterwards. Oh yeah, I told them off. Child, sit down. Them people didn't make the rules. If you don't want nobody being mean and rude to you at your job, you don't go to nobody else's job being mean and rude to them. My other thought was, y'all, this is this 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 is something that I wish I would have took seriously. Why is it after you hit a certain age, it's like all you get for your birthday is a few extra pounds. A few extra pounds that wear out their welcome. It's like you used to leave me fast when I used to go for runs, Miss Fat. You used to leave me fast. You, all I had to do was run and eat good real fast, and you would leave. Now, you don't give a damn about me running. You don't. I need to run 200 miles before you start falling off. It's hard to get this weight off now. I even have a disability, y'all. Can you believe that? A disability because I can't stop bending my elbow. I can't stop bending my elbow. That meaning I just keep eating everything. Everything tastes so good to me. And I'm realizing it's a blessing and a curse that I know how to cook because now I'd be like, ooh, that look good. We should go. You know what? Actually, I'll just make it. I used to think, you know what? I never had a flat stomach. I know I never had a flat stomach, but I do remember a time in college where my stomach was on flat, flat. I was working out, doing two days, you know, doing my thing. And there are a lot of times where my stomach has been flat. I wish I could go to those pictures, take my stomach back from then and lay it on this one. Take this one off and throw it in the dumpster. Okay? See... Now, I know my mind be tripping. You know how they be like, you got body dysmorphia? I got to because back then, I thought I was a little thick, but I wasn't. Right now, I'm dragging a wagon, okay, honey? Because now when I'm going on vacations too, I be trying to work out two weeks ahead like I didn't have this vacation planned. So then I have to go and get this Keisha K or tea. I'm not promoting the tea, but I'm going to tell you my experience with the tea. It's called flat tummy tea. It did the job, you know, but it cleans you out. When that tea knocks, you have to go and open the door. It's not, you don't think about it. You don't say maybe it is. You need to be going straight to the rest room, okay? Straight to the rest room. Because that tea... Do not play with your tummy, okay? All I want is this tummy gone. I'ma keep the I'ma keep the thighs and I'ma keep this wagon and I'm dragging. And I want this food to get off me. I want the hole to get off me. The way that I love food these days, I need it to get up off me, okay? My next thought, cause see, I gotta let, cause see, this tummy has been after me for a while. I know what I need to do. 
get this disability fixed. That's what I need to do. My next thing that I've been thinking about is what does minding your business mean? Like I was going to make a podcast on this. And I used to love saying, mm-mm, I'm minding my business. But, like, I think we're taking it too literal these days. Like, I'm minding my business. I ain't finna get in their business. Da-da-da. Sometimes you're supposed to be, in, if you are somebody's accountability partner, that's your business. If you see somebody getting treated badly, that's your business. You don't just turn a blind eye. I don't think minding your business means turn the blind eye. I think it means don't be a busybody and be being messy. Mind your business. If you ain't helping, you hurting. Okay? So let's stop taking this mind your business stuff so literal. Because now we stop helping people, stop looking to help people. We just overlook, because you know what? When you going through something, you don't want people to mind their business. And, and I mean something like, let's say you got a flat tire on the side of the road. You be like, Lord, I wish somebody would pull over and help me. But everybody like, mm-mm, she probably got somebody coming. He probably got somebody coming. I'm going to mind my own business. Well, we could have had this thing. Had this car lifted, flipped, turned to the side, everything that we needed. So I think that we should start just trying to help each other out. You know, it don't hurt to help each other out sometimes. And I got a question for y'all. What kind of person are you? Are you a person who's always rushing or you take your time? I always wonder that because I takes my time. I'm not in a rush because I always feel like you're going to be where you're supposed to be when you're supposed to be. If you were supposed to be there at 7.30 and you didn't leave to 7.10, 7.15, and you know it take 30 minutes to get there, you ain't going to miraculously get there in 30 minutes by going 100 miles per hour because you can't get no later than late. You should have thought about that when you wanted to lay in bed just a little while longer. So I take my time. Sometimes I feel anxious when I get in my car and I know somebody waiting for my park. But you know what I started doing? I started making sure I get myself situated because I want to be safe. I want to be, when I pull out, I got my music going. I got my seatbelt on. I got my GPS up sometimes. Like I need to know where I'm going. So now I don't rush because these people knew when they pulled up behind me, they had to wait. I'm not saying I take my sweet, sweet time, but it takes my time. I don't want to be tripping and falling. If you ever see me in a rush, just know I'm going slower than I would have been if I would have took my time. Because anytime I'm in a rush, I'm forgetful. I'm all over the place. It's just not good. It's not a good look for me. All right. The other thing I was thinking about the other day. Why do people fall out so much, y'all? People love to fall out these days and hold grudges. People be falling out like, uh-uh, I don't fool with her no more. I don't fool with him no more. Like... Think about the last time you fell out with somebody. I'm going to give you some time. 
You got it? Okay. So the last time you fell out with somebody, somebody you was real close to or something, do you remember what they did? Come back to me on that. Okay. If half the time we don't even be remembering what somebody did and it just takes a little conversation. And it may take a lot of little conversations to y'all get it right. But like if that person means something to you, you love them and they're valuable, it's just the conversation that needs to be had. I don't believe in falling out. I really do not. Some things you got to fall out by, about. But some things be so little that we be falling out about and getting mad and not even realizing they just triggered something in you. So they gave you, you they took the power from you because they done made you fall out with them. Be mad. Y'all done said stuff y'all wasn't supposed to say. Now y'all really can't bring it back together. Learn how to have hard conversations, okay? And I wish we could get rid of that. That's just how they are. I wish that I wish we'd get rid of that saying because of how you are affect someone in a negative way. That is something that you need to look at and do some introspection of and figure out how to be better and how to make a more positive impact in somebody's life. Because if just the way if that if people just keep excusing your bad behavior, how are you supposed to learn and grow? I'd be mad you ain't tell me about that. I'm gonna have to tell you about that. It ain't just though, that's just the way you is. No, you affecting people out here in these streets, okay? And another thing I thought about the other day, I was like thinking about the things we need to need in the house who's gonna go to the Costco's. And I said, I really miss the days of when supplies just show up in your house. You know, you'd be like, man, I ain't gonna be able to wash some dishes. We ain't got no more dish detergent. And next thing you know, there's this dish detergent. There goes some washing powder because we thought we was out. Ooh, that was the last roll of toilet paper. And then the toilet paper is refilled. Y'all, I miss those days when our parents was just buying that stuff for us. This is a bill. Refilling your household supplies is a bill. Okay? A real big bill. And my last random thought is, and I want y'all to think about this. Think about a feel-good moment, a moment that just warmed your heart and it made your heart smile and it kind of brought you back to reality and it just made you feel good. Maybe you're a little teary-eyed, but just a feel-good moment. And I think sometimes we'd be missing those and we just got to take the time to slow down and start rushing. Because have you ever noticed the person that rush, they really ain't getting much done at all anyway because they rushing? Child, that's another topic for another day. So my memory, my, my last feel-good moment was my cousin sent me a picture of me and my dad. And I was probably like, mm, it was probably 20, I don't know. It was it was like my freshman year of college because I remember the outfit because my sister took me shopping and I thought I was so cute because I started dressing girly and stuff like that. 
And I thought the boys was going to look at me because I'm looking real cute now. And boys really don't like comedians in high school, especially if you think you're too funny. Okay. So it was a picture of me and my dad. And I wasn't expecting to get this picture because I don't have a picture of my dad and I. I, not my personal picture. I know we've taken pictures, but I don't have a personal picture, right? So I felt like it was something that my dad knew I needed. Because I be think I personally think that people's spirits still be around you and they still get to visit and they're always looking out for you. So I felt like it was something that he knew I needed and I instantly smiled and I was like flooded with some feel good memories of my dad. I used to love my dad's smile. Like his smile would light up the room, okay? And he would give you the shirt off his back. This, And I mean, this picture just started bringing back so many memories, right? And it's like, I loved how my dad shot it straight, but you knew he loved you. Everybody loved my dad. Even people would be like, everybody loved your dad. Everybody knew your dad. And I have some characteristics of my dad, like him smiling. I guess that's where I got this smile from. Um, my dad was funny. He was a praying man. And... He just, he ain't play around with you, but he'll play around with you. You know what I mean? So this is, this, I'll give you an essence of the character of my dad. And this brought back so many memories. Like one time I was on a plane. I can't remember where we were going. I don't know if we were coming from Florida, going to Florida something, or just kind of like randomly out and about, you know, whatever. I could never remember where I was on a flight sometimes. Like people would be like, where did y'all just come from? Like, oh, I'm not real sure. See, cause I'm alone for the ride, honey. That's why I don't be knowing. So this was like when I first started flying, like 2014, between 2014, 2016, this man, he was coming to the back to use the restroom in some kind of way we got to talking. And my dad was a talker. I'm a talker. My mama's a talker. I have it honest. Okay. So he was talking and then he told me, he was like, I'm from Lake Wales. And I said, you from Lake Wales? And so I immediately asked him if he knew my dad. Like, that's my badge of honor, because when somebody tell me they're from Lake Wales or around that area, I'm going to always ask them if they know the Hawkins or they know my dad. It's like a badge of honor. And with that hesitation, that man said, oh, yeah, I know Sonny Hawkins. He the best barber down there. Because my dad used to be a barber. And um, he went on and on and how great my dad was and was sharing stories and and stories that he had with them. And sometimes my dad, you know, he he didn't rush. Maybe that's where I got it from. He said, I'm not going to let y'all put no pressure on me. And he would take his time cutting everybody's head. He would let you drop your kids off. They could stay there all day. Even if after they, he cut their hair and then you swing back and pick up your child. He knew them mamas needed a break. 
And I was just flooded with such feel-good memories about my dad, how anytime before you get on the road, they would pray for you and stuff like that. Those are some things that I cherish. And I'm so glad that it was brought back to me in my memory. And that was my feel-good feeling, y'all. It felt so good to get that picture and have that memory. And to know, like, where I am today, my dad will be proud of me. Who I am, no matter what I choose, who I choose, like, I just know that my dad would still love me and be proud of me because he was a proud of his children and he loved us dearly. That's one thing I do know. So that was just me sharing my random thoughts. I want y'all to think about your last feel-good moment and look out for those, okay? And stop rushing. Stop rushing and take your time. I hope you all have a wonderful week. I enjoyed y'all as usual. If you don't get a hug this week, hug yourself. Remember to do your affirmations. When somebody tells you you something and you know you ain't, you better you better correct it. Oh, you're a bad person. No, I ain't. I'm a good person. I just got boundaries, you know? If somebody don't tell you they love you this week, you tell yourself you love yourself. Say your affirmations. Tell yourself the good things. And even if you ain't there yet, you're going to get there because you know why? You're acknowledging it. You're trying and you're striving. I want you all to have a wonderful week. And as always, I enjoyed y'all. sure y'all are wondering where you can find tell them tina podcast you can find me on stitcher radio google podcast hub spotify and soundcloud and itunes tell your mama tell your friends tell your cousin them tell a co-worker tell somebody you passing on the street tell them to pull up on me and you know as always i enjoyed y'all and thank you for listening